0: Welcome, everyone, to Maybe Next Chapter, a book club here for people who steadfastly refuse to watch football. My name is Frank. I'm Scott. I'm Paul. And uh, I did – I'm only about eight pages away from the end of Ender's Game for the fourth time. And uh, I wanted to kind of discuss that with you because I realized that's top of mind for everybody listening. Um, you know, Yeah, there
1: wasn't anything that happened this weekend, right? No, I – I, I mean or, or I just Monday. was Monday. I, I don't think so. I think it's a pretty normal day.
0: I was just very focused on getting through my book and um and that was about it and uh you know the book okay. I've read as I said many times and I thoroughly enjoy it every time I read it even if there are problems even if Orson Scott Card can be problematic or some people might view him that way um his his book is excellent. Uh what do you what do you th- what 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 do you think of books? Paula, are you pro reading?
2: I am pro reading. I used to average about 10 a year and then in recent years it's dipped to about 4 a year. I think I've read 3 so far. So I'm on, okay. I'm I'm about on pace.
0: Okay, that's okay. It's, it's quality, not quantity. you you people get really caught up on like I've read 1000 books this year. It's like, well, yeah, okay, but quality, not quantity. Um okay. So uh, Scott, um why did the why did the Bills lose to the Jets, Scott? Not enough reading. Not enough reading. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, Thank you
2: for listening, everyone. We'll catch yeah. you next time.
0: <laughs> yes, right. Uh, certainly not enough reading of defenses or reading that, where safeties are.
1: Or, <laughs> that, is, that is a basic flaw that Josh Allen, if he is blind from 25 yards the field on and, and further, that's going to be a problem. Like, yeah, especially because that, <laughs> that. Whatever that is. I don't know how he developed that. We haven't caught that to this point in the preseason or whatever. But if he has some eye injuries, then by all means, let's fix those.
0: Well, let's go to our poll first, Scott. You might not have known. I ran a poll on Twitter. uh, What most likely happened to Josh Allen? Nine point one percent of people said he wanted to trade out of Buffalo. That's what that's what Monday was about. Mm Eighteen point two percent put it on the Madden curse. They said this is the Madden curse. Twenty-seven point three percent, including my mom. Uh, said too many commercials because she doesn't know anybody from anybody. But she's like, your quarterback seems to be doing all these Verizon commercials, mm-hmm. and maybe he should focus on football. Uh, mm-hmm. but going far and away, forty-five and a half percent dating life out of control. Yeah. So, Steinfeld, lots of blaming of Haley Steinfeld. Uh, currently, um, that of course is just uh, public opinion based on eleven votes. So you know, one or two votes <laughs> <laughs> really. Really could have swung I, it. Either I, I, I'm way.
1: trying to remember what the st- statistically significant sample size is. It's not all 11 Bill fans. It's, it's not 11. Not 11. No. <laughs> might be Josh Allen fans left at this point. Right. That might be how many Josh Allen fans are left right now.
0: Well, okay. So it's a really ugly game, right? It's a terrible game, and let's just let's just try and and, and focus in on this. It's an ugly game. And I don't think there's any debate from anybody that Josh Allen is A1 on the list of why they lost, which is just an unfamiliar place for Bills fans. He has contributed to losses, and generally it's a debatable because he's also usually carrying a lot of the offense at the same time. But this week, he was very much um, the top of the list for, for losing the game and, and not really on the list for helping the game, to be honest. Um I, I know initially Scott and I had said Ken Dorsey. I've backed off my feelings on Ken Dorsey this particular week. I'm I'm putting a little bit into um not the defense of Sean McDermott, but some of the head coaching decisions with regards to um the not accepting the penalties that they could have had a chance to push them out of field goal range, not kicking off at the beginning of overtime. Personally I found that the more I think about that, like, you know, where do you want Zach Wilson starting from? The fifty or the or the the, the fifteen or the twenty, right? I, I felt like that the the Jets really hadn't done much either. So I might have gone with that. But um Allen's at the top of the list. So Scott, the way I'm 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 gonna start with you. Feel free to to go through whatever you want to go through mm-hmm. to complain about with this game, but I kind of want a sense from you as to what you think is systemic or or going to be a problem throughout the year, or what you're worried is going to be a problem throughout the year, and what you think you can chalk up to um, being a product of this particular game, be it uh, a bad night or the Jets' defense or what.
1: Yeah, so some of it is definitely the Jets' defense, and I think I think I I don't want to. Um, not put their their two cents into this when we know that they've been a, a well coached defense for a year and a half. Um, the reason I picked uh, the Bills to lose this game, and I'm I, I'm I'm trying to toy with mentally whether I would have changed my mind about um you know two minutes of game time into this <laughs> had I been asked for a prediction of, of right. who is going to win the game. Did but something I think happen?
0: Th- I missed the I missed the first couple of plays yeah, of the game. I Did forget, something happen? Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
1: something. I don't know. I it was. I think it was on Twitter. Maybe you can find it. Um, I'll look it up. Yeah. Yeah, but the 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 so the the Jets beat the Bills last year with Zach Wilson at quarterback, and just strictly based off of a, a good run game and a good defense, and Josh Allen not playing a particularly good game, and that that clearly was was what happened here. And I and obviously uh, with whatever that thing happened in the in the first part, that that maybe would have changed a bit of uh, maybe the, the bills kind of relaxed, including maybe Josh Allen Who knows. Um, But I think the Jets defense gets a lot of credit. We're still going to have to play them again in Buffalo. Obviously it'll be Mm -hmm. be different, but it's defense travels well in general. Um, The, the, the thing that systemically worries me, and this is why I take your point that like, yes, like again, I I think we both agree. Allen is a one at the top of the list for whose fault this was. The reason why Dorsey is – maybe you've done more film study than I have, Frank. I just haven't had time. But <laughs> um, but the, to me, at the the middle to end of last season, I think that was Dorsey's first year, right? Yes. Um, there was a point where Allen mentally seemed to lose the thread of his confidence, his understanding of the offense, his role in the team. And it took him three or four games, I want to say, to refine that. And then it kind of peaked up here and there, especially in the Bengals game as well. As once he makes a bad mistake, then it's he, mentally he can't rally himself to get out of it a bit, and he starts pressing, he starts getting frustrated. You see him slam his helmet. And I get really frustrated with that at this point because I'm like, Josh, that's not helping anymore. You have to understand what you're supposed to do, not just slam your helmet and make your yeah feel upset about it. And I, and i I don't mean to be too hard on him because obviously he has emotions. He's allowed to be human and be frustrated. But at the same time, I feel like in some ways that may have been Brian Damel. I don't know what the hell happened to the Giants on Sunday. I didn't watch that game. Clearly they have a lot of issues. I don't think, I don't think the Giants watched that game either based on <laughs> they,
2: the score. They, 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 they <laughs> up, Seeking
1: yeah. the people not watching what's happening. Um, but but at minimum, Dable was a very good um, play, play schemer and play designer, which was great. I don't think Dorsey matches him there, but based on the, the interviews and the stuff that I've read, Dable and Alan had this unique kind of connection. They were both kind of in this position where they thought they're on the road together to something great, and they were doing it. They, they were on the road to something great together, and then Dable does... What he had every right to do, which is take a great head coaching opportunity with the Giants and go do that. And this is not a shot at Dable, but the problem is, is that I have a feeling that he was the one who could talk to Josh Allen after an interception or a bad play and kind of get in his head and say, Josh, brush it off. We're going on to the next play. I'm going to walk you through how this next two or three plays are going to go right now while you're here on the sidelines or whatever it was that Josh Allen needed to hear. And no one can do that for him right now. Because clearly it wasn't Dorsey. Dorsey would have been the other guy to do it, but he was already the quarterback's coach. And if he was that guy, Dorsey has not been doing it. And so that, whether it's McDermott or Dorsey or the new quarterback's coach, I don't even know who it is, that, that person is not there and getting Allen right again. And so that's the systemic thing that worries me, is that if this is the beginning of a four or five game Josh Allen slide where he needs to figure his own way out of the mess, which I get it. Like everybody, you know, on one hand, sure, like, it's his responsibility to do that. But on the other hand, he's a team. He's he's a very important part of the team. So everyone needs to support Josh in getting his head right. And if he has to do this again, if he has to do this twice or three times this season, then we're we're in we're in trouble. Like if he plays like this every week, I get we're not gonna play as as good as defense as the Jets next week. But if he goes out and throws three interceptions against the Raiders next week, I don't know if we're gonna win that game. You know? Yeah. So
0: and, and perhaps, and let me respond a little, Paul. Before I let you jump in, um, mm-hmm. one of the things that you mentioned with the with the defense, Thad Brown on Twitter had a very good uh, summary tweet, t- basically comparing the Jets game in twenty twenty two and the tonight's or this week's game, eerily similar. I mean, seventeen points and sixteen points, three in the second half you know, 10 and 11 point first half leads. They gave up 172 and 174 yards rushing, five sacks allowed in each game, and then similar wide receiver numbers. So I think that there is something to, even though the Jets, I don't felt, I didn't feel like the Jets were doing anything tricky. I think the Jets were just very fast and aggressive and good. And what bothers me, what you said, where he gets in his head, I agree with that. I don't know if that's supposed to be Dorsey's Role It needs to be somebody's role. And if it's not Dorsey, they have to find somebody. What I'm thinking about with Dorsey is for every like kind of stupid run play Mm -hmm. that went nowhere that he called two or three times on each on at least two of those interceptions, you know, you've got wide open people underneath, you know, and like if you're scheming Dalton Kincaid and on one case, Stefan Diggs wide open on third and short, and you're throwing the ball 25 yards down the field. It's kind of like you led the horse to water. You can't make him drink. Same with the um, the first interception where, you know, Allen, you know, maybe that's McDermott in his head a little because McDermott had just told him to play smart, like literally two plays before. And then instead of like taking off with the big open field right in front of him, he heaves it down the field. And like, he's trying to thread these needles. I don't know how much of it to me is going to be is is Allen is not built to play the Dink and Dunk game, but I think that for twice a year he has to get on board with the Dink, the dink and Dunk game. And someone mm-hmm. need, and if it's Dable or or Dorsey or Diggs saying we will get the big chunks next week, right now because th- I felt like that was the other thing was like when they were sticking to the script, it was working. It was working well enough, right? They weren't. Yeah. He wasn't. He wasn't throwing like each of those interceptions was. A ridiculous fucking throw, and like, yeah. like it wasn't like, oh god, that linebacker game plan. It
1: right, wasn't it wasn't like the called a third and long play on third and short. That was right. not what
0: happened. And it wasn't like, oh, like a linebacker jumped a route. It was like, what the fuck are you throwing? It was like in like so those types of things. I think that I can't decide if he's just like frustrated with the game. And yippee ki yay! Like that's what's happening. <laughs> it's time to be a, you know wild card bitches. It's time to be a cowboy, um. Or if it's if it's something else, but like that to me is what can't go on. I understand you can't take the Josh Allen out of Josh Allen. I have been advocating and 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 agreeing that like interceptions are going to happen with him, and that's part of part and parcel of having Josh Allen. But at some point in some games, someone's got to get through to him, including he's got to get through to himself and just say, take the first you Someone's got to get in his ear. You're up 10. This team, the Jets haven't been able to move the ball. There's no reason to think they're going to be able to move the ball. Just eat the clock now, eat the clock now, even if we only get a field goal, it's okay. So anyway, I've, I've monopolized enough. Paul, why don't you um, go ahead and uh, piggyback on this? We, we've, uh, uh, we said quite a bit, but if you have any more or anything else you want to add, please do.
2: Yeah, I, I can. I can add absolutely no clarity to what you and Scott have already said on this. I, I will note. I, I am maybe less upset at Dorsey's play calling than I was earlier in the week. Um, sorry, I was distracted by a commercial featuring a kid in a Joe DeLama Lure jersey. This yes, actually, seen that
0: one. it yeah, ed- that's it's, the one uh, that okay. ends in a. Yeah, that's the one that ends in, in a Norwood jersey, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, okay, that's right. I saw the end of this ad with you guys. Yes. All right, I am now past that ad. Back to that's Dorsey. Um, that I, He had that brutal second and 15 play call in overtime where he ran the same run they'd been doing all game and put them into yes. third and 13. I did feel they were uncreative at points in time. Frank had made a good comment late in the third quarter and said, I feel like in the fourth quarter, we're going to see the bills call, you know, just one of those plays, something a little bit, not necessarily a trick play, but something a little more aggressive, something, you know, that's Never came. you know really well designed. And they they didn't, they they didn't do anything in the fourth quarter different than they did any other quarter. So I think there is some blame that still falls on him for that. And yeah, as you guys mentioned, the the link that you know he Josh Allen had with Dable, uh, you know, maybe Dable is a, a Josh whisperer, if you will, that could be. A factor, though, he didn't whisper anything useful to Daniel Jones on Sunday, that's for sure. But it was, it's the, the one thing I do want to highlight, which I don't think you guys mentioned, is this, is this yes, this is as bad as Allen has looked since his rookie year, since 2018 in an individual individual game. But it's also symptomatic of a team that we still have not seen play. All that well, really, since last season's win over the the Chiefs in KC, where they just kind of coasted through the rest of the year. They won most of their games, but they didn't look particularly good in doing it. The best they looked was a Monday night game in in New England that they won fairly handily. But they still didn't look great that game. They didn't look dominant. We have not seen a dominant Bills team in a while. And what was frustrating to watch this time is, you know, yes, we can say it's it's not in Josh's nature to dink and dunk, but I remember his first 300-yard game. Uh, against the Jets three years ago when everyone was saying, when's he going to do it, was very much a dink and dunk game, a dink and dunk game against a very good Jets defense, not as great as it is, to, is nowadays, but still a very good Jets defense. And he was patient and he showed no patience. And I've seen some suggestions that maybe getting Ken Dorsey down to the sideline, putting the QB coach up in the booth instead to view the field might be good to get someone in, Josh's ear and to have him say, you know, calm down one play at a time, take what the defense gives you. Just, I, I, I know it seems like basic reminders, but sometimes that's what people need. You know, when Thurman Thomas benched himself, essentially in the second half of a Bowl, he said years later, he just kind of wanted someone to come over to him and, and encourage him. Now I'm not sure that's the right approach, but you know, people need to hear encouraging words and Josh sometimes needs to be reminded of that. And then the last point I'll make before, I move on from discussing anything more about this game. Um, interesting article in the Washington Post today about how NFL defenses are prioritizing speed on uh, versatility, uh, modernizing classic 2 high safety schemes, playing more mind games with quarterbacks, basically. And we saw bad performances, awful performances out of Joe Burrow, kind of a mid lane performance out of Patrick Mahomes. So he got no support from a supporting cast. Uh, Dak Prescott didn't have to do much, but didn't look great in the Cowboys 40 to nothing win. Uh, That was a lot of defense and special teams holding up the Cowboys end. So we're just, you know, seeing defenses kind of catch up to offenses. And the article, of course, goes into Josh's struggles uh, a lot in the second half. So it's something that to keep in mind is maybe the the 2020 explosive days are over, but that doesn't mean that you can't get to still be an effective, efficient quarterback because, you know, Josh still has all those skills. They haven't gone anywhere. So he's got to get that head right one way or the other.
0: Was Tua Tagovailoa the best quarterback of the weekend, maybe?
2: By far. I don't even think I, there's anyone who competes with him.
0: It, it was – I had said watching the game, it was the least impressive 400-yard game I had ever seen thrown, but he did throw for 300 of those yards for sure. Um, and, you know, good for yeah, him and, for having Tyreek. was,
2: t- Yeah, he yeah, was two great receivers, You do the best – in the, the post article even mentioned that. I forgot how they uh, described – uh described it exactly although i'm going to google search it now um one of the fastest starting wide receiver tens in nfl history very much helpful but you know what tua did he waited till they were he waited for the play to develop saw them get open and then threw to them he didn't force balls in there constantly um and he at least knew to take what the defense was giving him on the defense i'm giving him you know 400 66 yards so you know good for him i, I don't yeah. think that lasts but good for him last week I, I know it was against the zach wilson
0: jets but i didn't have really any complaints about the defense um you know uh, they had nope. they gave up we, one they huge run one,
2: and that only led to a field goal and they shut down the run the
0: rest of the way and you got to watch christian benford chase the guy down from behind which was mm-hmm.
1: good play.
2: yeah I, I think we've seen the last of the the defensive the, the 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 CB2 rotation. I really feel like yeah. give him all those snaps. I think that's going to stick cuz I saw nothing wrong with his performance. Yeah, and, uh, and I think
0: when you have a when you have like a Rudy play like that, you win your way into Sean McDermott's heart forever. So, really? um
1: but the question then becomes what do we do about our first round pick?
0: I don't think you necessarily have to do anything with him right now. I yeah, mean, You, you,
2: you may cargo he, him
0: just onto the bench and see what he does. You could, you, you could trade him. You could, or he's depth, you know, and, and, and it's not bad to have depth at that position, especially with one guy who had a ACL tear. And maybe is only we should in, look
1: at him at safety or something. We're going to need a safety I've, in a year or two.
0: <laughs> I, you know what? I bet that conversation is happening. In, right. This year, the in, thing was go, maybe tried. we
2: should move Benford to safety. Maybe we're looking at it wrong. Maybe it's gotta be Elam who moves to yeah. safety. Because yeah, we got two maybe we should play with by the n- age of sixty-seven years old. That's not going to last very long. <laughs> I
0: think you just play with no safeties and add two more uh, defensive ends, and just get there faster. <laughs>
1: <That> <laughs> or not. Is, that, is the, that is the ultimate evolution of Sean McDermott's defense. Yep. Right. Just Eleven defensive ends. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, you could probably be there. All first-round picks, and they're yeah. all middling. Yeah, they're all middling tweeters.
2: Only drafting six defensive ends. One, Bills, one draft. Well, need we to go. be seven.
0: Third and thirteen. The Bills send eleven. Oh, and they almost <laughs> get the guy home.
2: The score one of seven, them
1: almost got him. But but that they but Kansas City's <laughs> on their third starting quarterback. So right. Maybe maybe the Bills have won the war. <laughs>
0: right. Well. Well, okay. So, so it's uh, just a, a brutal start for the offense. A game that they should have found a way to win. They don't. Um, also, know, that's
2: I, special teams off the hook for the the, yeah. the, oh, wow. the, the yeah. big run. That, so,
0: the big run in the in the from the th- three or whatever it was, they said like somebody was out of position, like that that was like a they didn't beat that somebody was just standing in the wrong place, and then the, the punt was punted the wrong way. Which is part of why the lane is open for him on the other end, but you know it is what it is. I Scott, do you did you put together three stars for? I do for have this? three stars. I do. Let's do stars. those then.
1: Let's do yeah. those. Okay. Um. So your honorable mentions first in our inaugural, yeah. uh, excuse me, inaugural uh, three stars of the season. Honorable mentions first. Uh, one goes to Steph Diggs, who a hundred percent came to play. And yes 100% was better than the guys across for him whether it's DJ Reed or Sauce Gardner yes. in this game and Allen at minimum seemed comfortable throwing to Diggs maybe too comfortable on some mm-hmm. of those throws but 10 catches and 102 yards uh, on 13 targets for Diggs as well as the the touchdown um which was i mean that's the other thing like Allen a hair's breadth away from getting that touchdown called back um, given the uh, the almost over the line call, yes, yes, uh, so which would have been an, an even worse night had had it gotten there. Um, but uh, so Steph Diggs get that. Uh, another honorable mention goes to uh, Quinn and Williams, who just led uh, again a very good Jets defensive effort. I don't want to um, overstate um, it too much, but they are very well coached and very good. And even when Diggs is able to win his individual one-on-one matchups, that doesn't win you the whole game because you can't just go to that every time because you still have to try and have some variety. Otherwise they just shut it down. And, um, and obviously that you have to have time for those things to work. And part of that was, was Williams obviously playing well. Quentin Jefferson also had two sacks, um, which is crazy because obviously I don't think he had two sacks at all during his time with the Bills. Maybe he did. I don't know. Probably being too many. Um I'm also going to give an honorable mention to Brees Hall, who had 10 carries for 127 yards. Um, again, one, one big, long one. Otherwise, we did an okay job on him, but he's still a very talented back. Um, another honorable mention to Garrett Wilson, who we mostly kept under control, but that was a stupid, ridiculous catch, and so he gets an honorable mention too. Um, your third star goes to uh, our boy, Matt Milano, who, again, left a very strong defensive effort. Um, for the Bills, um, with eight tackles, little, a little rough stuff uh, for getting the the fifteen yard. But uh, at the time, I felt like it was, um, you know, worth it. Uh, I was, I just felt like taunting at that point. Maybe in the long run, it cost us, but yeah, not the end of the world. Um, but had the interception as well, as eight tackles, and a good tackle for loss as well. Um, the second star I did give to um, Xavier Gibson, the guy who ran the the punt back, and obviously won the game for the Jets. Um, I think there's really I don't I think there's a decent chance that game ends in a tie if it wasn't for that punt return. That that yes, the Bill's special teams was out of place, but you still have to take advantage of it. There's plenty of times I think that happens where the special teams isn't perfect and the punt doesn't go to the right side and the return and the coverage doesn't know what to do with it, but it doesn't end in a touchdown. That guy did his job and took advantage of a Bills mistake and, and won in the game. So and very,
2: gets... very patient at the end, cutting inside and waiting for his blocks to develop. Yeah. and you know you score you score the winning goal in a hockey game in overtime, you automatically get a star. That's You're going to get a star.
1: Um, yeah, and it was a nice cutback at the end when, honestly, uh, Martin had a not a great shot at him, but could have slowed him down enough for someone to catch up. The Jets might have won on a field goal at anyway at that point, but it, he still managed to get in the end zone. So it was, it was just a good return. Um, and then the first star with the most impactful play of the game, potentially the season. You know, I can't believe you Meadow, didn't do this. The Meadowlands no. turf. Oh, the Meadowlands I thought you turf. Were
0: gonna, yeah, I thought you were going to give it
1: to the, um... no, yeah, the Meadowlands turf with a, a, huge, um, you know, uh, injury added to insult quite literally in the form of a, of a, of a, um, splintered, shattered, uh, tendon on the, uh, the left ankle of a certain quarterback um big play gets the first star um, from this podcast
0: yeah 75 million dollars 75 seconds of play time
1: i wonder how that would look on fire like if you took 75 (laughs) million dollars and lit it on fire like Mm -hmm. i wonder how many so how many hundred dollar bills in that that's um
0: Oh my God!
1: All right. Well,
0: now, now I I have to do this. Seven hundred fifty
1: thousand one hundred dollar bills. Right. Right. Weighs how much? Um, seven hundred fifty thousand one dollars bill. weighed.
0: Okay, a dollar bill is one gram. So I would assume a hundred dollar bill is the same so it, number of grams.
1: It's sixteen pounds nine ounces, is what this regular random website says. Yeah, sure. Which is not nearly fun. Um, but let's say it was uh, it was, uh, in dollar bills, that would be sixteen hundred pounds. Yes. which would be pretty impressive to see. That would keep you mm-hmm. warm for some time. And I hope the Jets fans are all warm tonight in their in their beds watching all the money. Cool.
0: Mitch Morse hurt his. Thank you, Scott. Mitch, uh, Mitch, Mitch Morse. Um hurt his finger but he was a full participant in practice the other day and i think he was everybody was there again today um there were some bangs and bumps but nobody seems to have been hurt or ends up on the on the the uh injury list so they get out of met met uh life stadium uh in much better shape than the jets do and they don't have to go back which is also helpful um but they're gonna play the las vegas raiders we have no listener questions we already did the um the, uh, the poll, which is the only thing we did. So we have this day in Bill's headlines, Paul. I thought we could do that and then uh, preview the game against the 1-0 Oakland. Or Sorry, one in, you you put Oakland, the Oakland preview. But of course, oh, my God, 1-0. I did put Oakland. You, sorry. You, too much Immaculate Grid. Um, the, <laughs> the 1-0 Las <laughs> too Vegas. Too much guessing Schraders. Jay Schrader, yeah. Yeah, fucking Jay Schrader. Well, how many teams did he play for? Now I'm going to look him up. Uh, but why don't you go ahead and get us started on this day in Bill's headlines, and then we will um we'll finish up with a little preview of that game. Four teams. All right. Jay yep. Schrader played for four teams:
2: the uh, the Cardinals, the Raiders, Washington, and a team I have no idea. Let's let's you, say let's say uh, the Giants.
0: No, you were Damn. so good, you got three out of four. Um, it looks like he would have backed up maybe Boomer Esiason or replaced him after he went to the Jets. Ah, so Cincinnati. Cincinnati.
2: All right. All right. All right. So we're going to go to uh, September 14th is today's date. We're going to go back one year to 2022. This time the Bills were uh, celebrating a victory over the Los Angeles Rams, the Super Bowl champions on the road. Uh, 2022, how Bills receiver blank delivered NFL's viral gender reveal for his best friend. Says, hmm. Buffalo Bills receiver Blank caught a TD pass from quarterback Josh Allen and he was ready to celebrate. He threw the football up in the air, then screamed at the crowd. He even wanted to break out into a dance, but stopped himself. He remembered he had a promise to keep to his best oh, friend. Right. He turned around and found the close camera next to him. It's a boy, Blank screamed into the camera. It's a boy.
0: I remember that.
1: With was was, I feel like it's either Davis or McKenzie. I'm going to say,
0: I think it was I, Isaiah I, McKenzie.
2: I think you guys are on the right track. It is Isaiah McKenzie, so well, congratulations to him. Uh, brief interlude here for a this, this death in Bills history. We honor a Bill who died on this day in 2020. I'll give you some facts. Even though it's older, I think you guys might get this one. Uh, Blank, who played for the Buffalo Bills from 1960 to 1963, died at age 84 in Canton, Ohio. Blank was starting defensive end for the Bills for the team's first four seasons and also handled kickoff duties. The 6'2", 230-pound West Virginia native starred at Miami University in Ohio. He was a team captain. The Redhawks never lost a conference game in three seasons. He was named to their Athletic Hall of Fame in 2010. He also played for Ottawa in the CFL and made before making 54 starts for the Bills. Uh, once returned intercepted 15 yards for a TD in Denver in 1960. And he called upon occasionally to kick field goals in the Bills' first three oh, seasons. Oh, Paul McGuire. No, no, good guy. He was a punter. Ooh. He was a punter linebacker.
0: I felt like they were... And All he's still the...
2: alive, I think, Paul McGuire.
0: Oh, sorry about that, Paul.
2: Um... A name we have talked about on the podcast a lot, surprisingly a lot, for someone whose play we've never analyzed in any oh, way. Oh,
0: Mac Yoho?
2: Mac Yoho. All right. Rest in peace, Matt Yo- Mac Yoho, uh, three years ago today. All right. 2019, Blank brings controlled chaos to Bill's O-line, plays with a mean streak and swagger. Blank signed with Buffalo as a free agent on March 12th is perhaps the biggest under-the-radar edition of the offseason. Bills GM Brandon Bean made a splash for agency, signing six new offensive linemen to rebuild a unit that struggled in 2018. New Bills offensive line coach Bobby Johnson, Johnson, who coached Blank when the two were in Oakland, which is probably why I've Oakland on my mind, made a pitch to Bean after he was hired for a third year. the third-year GM to sign Blank. Incognito. Nope, Uh good guy. I think he went to Oakland to the Raiders after his Bills tenure. This guy came to the Bills after his Raiders tenure, and now has followed the Dable train out out east, further to New York.
0: Okay, so Raiders, then Bills, then New York,
2: then then Giants. So keep out, keep track of that for future immaculate. Uh, yeah, for future grid.
0: immaculate grid reason.
2: Um, what position was this? Did you say
1: wide receiver?
2: Nope. Offensive lineman. Okay. Yeah. Yep.
1: Um, the twenty nineteen is yep. It's probably Morse at the pivot, but it's not him. Uh, and then it's um, who would have been next to him?
2: He was. He was an oftentimes starter. Twenty nineteen, he started all sixteen games, uh, and all three playoff games. Uh, twenty twenty. He played in only nine games to start all of them, had some injuries. 2021, only played nine games, only started six, and then played in both playoff games, but didn't start either of them.
1: You know, That's killing me. But Wyatt I, Teller. I no, he was yep. in Cleveland by then. Um,
2: uh, nickname, yeah. nickname might help you if you're, if you're familiar with Blazing Saddles. Nickname of a main character in Blazing Saddles. Uh, Mongo? Mongo, yep.
0: Oh, um, yeah, Mongo was um, – yeah, because then during COVID, he, that guy, uh, he was yelling at everybody about stuff. John – not John, yeah. Felici- John, yeah. yep. John John Feliciano?
2: Yep, John Feliciano. Well That's played. right. Your hashtag, Mongo Feliciano. It is indeed. Mongo Feliciano. John Feliciano.
0: Matt yoho, right. by the way, also played for the Ottawa Rough Riders and coached the Yale Bulldogs. He's a Yale coach. Huh. Yep. Which would Indeed, appeal to some up. people in, in Scott's house. We'll be going
1: to the Yale Morgan State game in two or three weeks, and that'll be very good. good. Uh, first exposure to technically football.
2: Yes, oh, to oh, okay. to American football, to to stupidly named football. Um <laughs> For... <laughs> and and of interest to to Frank, Mac Yoho also went on to be a banker in Rochester, New York after his playing career. There you go. All right. Um 2018, this is a twofer. Bill's notebook. Blank and Blank clear the air. Blank said Thursday he's got no beef with fellow wide receiver Blank. Blank was a target of a critical tweet earlier this week from Blank's mother. Responding to a tweet about Blank's playing time against the Ravens, Manisha Blank said, Who else is skilled enough to play all the wide out positions and tell Blank where to line up? The tweet was later deleted. I mean, he talked about it with me. Blank said Thursday, came and apologized for it. I mean, that was really it. Just trying to move on from it. I have no recollection of this.
1: I actually kind of do, but I don't
2: remember. Oh. Um, I, think, I think
1: this is this is the dark times for wide receiver, if I recall.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, so 2018 I, was the, the down year of down years for wide receivers. Yeah.
1: David Nelson. No, as post-Post wow. post Nelson. Is this, is this, um, is Kelvin Benjamin involved? Kelvin
2: Benjamin is, in fact, the one who <laughs> the other receiver's mother said uh, needed to <laughs> tell him where to line up.
0: Uh... And, that,
2: and then who said he was apologized to about it. So, yep, that was Kelvin. Yeah. Yeah. Zay Jones. Zay Jones is the one whose mother had hey. it. That. So I like how you're just like, well, let's pick the two most mediocre of the mediocre receivers <laughs> that the Bills had in 2018. And that was, that was correct. All right. Um, 2015, rookie blank make instant impact for Bills. Now is not the time to bench a three-time Pro Bowler for a 22-year-old rookie. When coaches pop in the film... Uh, of this punch in the Indianapolis Colts mouth They also can't ignore what's on the screen On his first carry, Blank raced 26 yards to the end zone and took a bow On his 17 carries, LaShawn McCoy Mostly went nowhere Being able to touch the end zone on your first carry, Blank said Is always a great feeling
0: Carlos Williams
2: Carlos Williams Yes. Sad, sad story Of Carlos Williams, though still alive and still doing okay Now, just NFL career never went anywhere Alright uh, 2014 Bills offensive coordinator, blank, slowly opening things up for EJ Manuel. I'll be truthful, blank, said a blustery Friday morning at one Bills drive. Uh, sadly, that's more criticism than I wish it would be. You want a guy to develop. You want a guy to feel supported. You want him to be successful. And they has to deal with all of that other stuff. It sucks, but people want him to be great it's just because they love the Bills and they want him to be great. It's just unfortunate he has to deal with that right now. Uh, that's why a lot of people don't play quarterback. So basically, this- quarterback saying, uh An offensive coordinator saying That EJ's doing well to handle the criticism
0: Gotcha So Greg Roman was after this Because Greg Roman was
2: Yeah, Greg Roman was literally Red one Dryan. year after this So you are the, the last year of this guy As coordinator I will say it is very I, I picked this one I often don't pick quarters But I picked him because this is kind of timely Nathaniel Hackett uh, It is Nathaniel Hackett Nice Good yep. job, <clears throat> good job, Scott All right 2007, Buffalo's blank, fined. This is a Denver Post headline. Uh, Buffalo Bills defensive end, blank, was fined $5,000 by the NFL for his hit on Broncos quarterback Jay Cutler in the second quarter of their game last Sunday. Blank did not receive a game penalty from the official, but replay showed he could have led up on his hit. Blank also appeared to have led with his helmet. Uh, Cutler completed a pass on the play and later led the Broncos to a 15-14 victory. Uh, this is, of course, the, the Kevin Everett game, sadly. Is being recapped here.
1: What What's the position?
2: Uh, defensive end. Buffalo Bills' defensive end blank was fined $5,000. Ryan Denny? Nope. You can just keep going through the list of mediocre defensive ends, and, though. And you uh, got Chris, uh, Kelsey. Chris Kelsey. There we there go. There it is. Was it going to take long? I was going to say
0: like, Aaron Schobel, but then you said mediocre. But then when like, no, I said mediocre, yeah. you're like no, yeah. like, no,
2: it can't be Schoble. Uh, Schoble was better than them. mediocre. Yeah. Yep. yeah. All right. 2006. <laughs> Bill's rookie safety ready for challenge. I still have a chip on my shoulder from the draft, said Blank, who was a unanimous all-SEC first team pick last year for the Gamecocks. I thought I should have went higher than what I did. I just feel like I'm good enough to play at this level. I'm going to go out there and show what I can do and prove myself. Um, And, yeah, so rookie safety, unanimous all-SEC pick. Okay. There are more hints I I can give. Not Bird,
1: because he was from Oregon.
2: Right, not not um, Jairus, and
1: it's a little before his time.
2: Yep, but only a year before his time. So you're, um,
1: was it the Hitner? No, he was, was Ohio Hittner?
2: State.
0: Ohio yep. State. Um, well, I mean, it... all the con- all, there's only one conference anymore, if I remember right. So who, <laughs> yes. who knows? No, there's two, Frank,
1: just like NFL. <laughs> um, so, uh, I'm trying to think. So, but around South this South? time, you would have had. Around this time, you would have had Bode, but he was a nickel corner from Ohio State.
0: He was also right. Ohio State. Yes. Yeah. You've
2: named literally the major <laughs> defensive backs from around this time period. Yeah. Uh, except have. for the this this one, it he was a fourth being... round pick in two thousand six. If that helps.
1: Fourth round pick, two thousand six.
2: He was traded to the Detroit Lions for a seventh round pick right before the '09 season. So he put in about three seasons with the Bills. Uh, He had a few interceptions during that time. Oh, by the way, Co Simpson is correct. He is worth millions. He once bragged to a police officer, uh, probably unwisely. Um, And Mm. I did look up Quentin Jefferson Scott. He played in 19. One season with the Bills. 16 regular season, three playoff games, three sacks. So one more sack in those 19 games than he did in one game against the Bills. All right. Um, Where am I? 2001. Two headlines to go here. Defensive back Blank signs with Titans. This will be a tougher one. Um, Blank, who signed with the Dolphins in March after not being re-signed after three seasons with Buffalo, was cut in preseason. Blank was one of the players burned in home run throwback by the Titans. Uh, he is a young guy who has played cornerback in safety and is a good special teams player, Titans GM Floyd Reese said. I do need to point out it is not uh, Donovan Greer, who I mentioned to Frank just this week, uh, was one of the who fits that explanation and was one of the main people responsible for home run throwback. Uh, This player uh, also out of his lane. Big special teamer would occasionally block some punts. um, Shares a name with, uh, you guys don't know, extensive baseball history. But if you did, there's a great catcher from 1971 to 1987. 40.8 career war. um, Looked like an accountant. Just the big thick rimmed glasses. Uh, Unfortunately, enormous cocaine problem uh, derailed his post <laughs> post career. Uh,
1: Oh, well, why didn't you say it's, that to start? Yes. First of got, all, first of all, I love how fun. he
2: just like
0: worked in like a disparaging. I know you're, I know you know nothing about baseball, but, and then just like, this was obviously just a vehicle for him to launch into a conversation about a <laughs> catcher. He just wanted to talk about a catcher for a couple of minutes. Yeah,
2: I, I just, <laughs> I literally opened baseball reference after I did this headline one, I did not mean to be disparaging, but I don't think like, how many, were you following very closely the 1984 St. Louis Cardinals run to the playoffs? Probably not. I'm just going to guess that. Were you? Yeah, but I, I played, I see, that's why when I, I am, I'm doing the great four. No, I was like six. That's the first year I really watched baseball. And I couldn't forget this guy because he had the big thick glasses. Anyway, he died of cocaine overdose in two thousand two. Who's the
0: specialty? We're never gonna the get special it. This team are,
2: the, the special teamer and the catcher are both Daryl Porter. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's 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 man. Alright, we're gonna end this on a much better note than that <laughs> yeah. that thing was. Started <laughs> a pod fight here. All right.
1: Didn't remember the special teamer from twenty three years ago. Yeah. Or <laughs> the or
0: the that.
2: catcher or the catcher from forty five years ago. Uh, Again. Yeah. <laughs> Great, you know, well, let's see, 71, so he actually with started Coke catching. With the problem. <laughs> yes. All right, Daryl Porter. We're going to have a whole podcast about everyone named Daryl Porter. All right. Oh, my gosh. Uh, last headline, 1994, blank out at least three weeks. Buffalo Bills starting left, ankle, <laughs> left tackle, blank, is expected to miss three to five weeks with stretched ligaments in his right knee. Blank suffered the injury Sunday in the fourth quarter of the Bills, 38-35 victory over the New England Patriots, the 6'4", 287-pound blank, uh, who is Buffalo's first round draft pick in nineteen ninety two, became the starting left tackle last season after Will Wolford signs a free agent with the Colts. John Fina. John Fina.
1: Hey and nailed we go it.
2: out uh, we go out on a winner. So Paul, that's he, all that I matters. just
0: Scott, I want you to know that this left tackle shares the same name as a thirteenth century general that <laughs> you're probably not familiar with.
1: <laughs> Okay. If you, uh, Austrian war. <laughs> right. uh, you guys need that. guys.
2: I, I want a God. random Daryl Porter fact from one of you guys every day now. Doesn't have to uh, be. Can be any Daryl Porter. Doesn't have to be any of the ones. All they talk the Daryl
0: Porters. Oh yeah, he, yeah, I can see him now with his big glasses. Yeah. Died in 2002 in Frank Missouri. Find
1: like an accountant in Ohio who's named Daryl Porter.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Get D- Daryl Porter Jr., uh, defensive back at the University of Miami. Yeah. Miami Hurricanes, five ten, hundred and eighty five pounds. He's a fourth year junior, Daryl Porter Jr. Okay. Uh we're not here to talk about where the, the Bills mm-hmm. are favored by ten, by almost ten points. It might be down to nine, last I saw. Uh or on some on some pages. Over the over um
2: the Las Vegas Bad Raiders. Raiders, yes. Yes
0: uh not Los Angeles Raiders either. Uh but that says something that that Vegas is not particularly scared of the the Bills that they're not like put off of the Bills yet, right? I mean that's got to count for something. The the Jimmy Garoppolo led uh Raiders, I keep on to say Ravens, Raiders uh beat the the Broncos by one last week, 17-16. So that's that. Uh, I don't know that the Las Vegas Raiders do anything in particular well, um, but
2: I feel like they there. get to the they get to the quarterback pretty well. I, I I at least last year they did. I can't tell you anything yeah, doing this
0: year. But I, there's like no Khalil Mack anymore. No. They got two sacks last Adams. week. Max Crosby and Jerry right Devontae Adams uh, and Jacoby Myers look like they both play pretty well. So there's some good wide receivers there. And you've got Jimmy Garoppolo, who is, uh, is, I'm Jimmy Garoppolo seems like the best quarterback that never seems to stay with a team. Everyone's like, Oh, I got Jimmy Garoppolo. And he's, then they, then before you know it, he's somewhere else. Um, So I don't know, Scott, are we going to bounce back here? What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think home cooking, I think a, a Raiders defense that's not, Not terribly good. I mean, I think, again, like you pointed out, no, no, um, Cleo Mack really. Um, I think there's a, I think, I think it's a good chance to be a shootout. Um, which again, I think probably favors the Bills. Um, I think, I think Allen hopefully will just feel like there's less pressure on him and maybe they've figured out what they need to do to tell him that. But that said, could they lose this game? 100%. That just to be clear, Like that is not this is not a guarantee of anything. There's a lot of um, things that can go wrong. Again, with a, a decent offense that can put up some points, you still mm-hmm. have to kind of keep them. And I, I think the defense will, will do okay against the, the Raiders, but they have a – like Garoppolo is a better quarterback than um, Aaron Rodgers without an Achilles tendon and Zach Wilson. Yes. So, like, they're going to score – they're probably not going to score – 16 points on offense or whatever they ended with. Right. Um, So they're probably going to get to 21 or 22 points. So the bills really ought to try and get to 28. I think we can do that. So I will take the bills, but it, this is not a sure thing. So I'll take, th- yeah, I'll take the bills like 31, 24, maybe. All right. So Scott's not, not, not
0: picking, Scott's not going to pick them to cover Paul.
2: Yeah. Uh, I That's probably won't pick line. them. I probably won't pick them to cover. Either you know, Jacobs rushed for sixteen hundred fifty-three yards last year. Adams had over fifteen hundred yards receiving. As you point out, Jimmy Garoppolo is is uh, I'm trying to think of who he best relates to. Like no one wants him, but he seems to go places and do like maybe the Jeff George of our era. You know, right. just like you can win with Jeff George, and he will do pretty well for you. Uh, he's got a forty-one. I mean, dear Lord, is this right? His QB record for Garoppolo is forty-one and seventeen. So. It's good, uh, right? It's yeah, not bad. that's extremely Everyone good. Everyone always thinks they can
1: do better, though. That's what it is. Everyone yep. always thinks they can do better.
2: Yep. So I think it's going to be a, a challenge. I think the defense is probably going to be up for it. Uh, they seem to be pretty healthy. I like the defense performance. I thought uh, Bernard, the biggest question mark, had a couple plays. We kind of noticed him on. But otherwise, held his own. Uh, offensively, yeah, they they still rush the pass okay. They don't have much going on in the secondary anymore. Uh, and of course, yeah, they don't have Khalil Mack. They haven't had him for a while. Um, and or their other some of their other premier pass rushers. So, I think the Bills win this game. I think they do fine. I think it's close, though. I think the Bills have to put up some run- runs. I'm thinking about Daryl Porter too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Bills put up some points. I'm gonna say this is 27 to 21. I think this is a little bit a little bit tighter than I'd prefer to be. And the offense still needs to do a little bit to get untracked. But I think they do well enough to win this. Jimmy Garoppolo, I didn't
0: think he had played against the Bills. I was trying to find out. But he is one and one. But he has only thrown – he's 10 completions for – 10 for 17 against the Bills. Which makes me think that he's just been on two teams. Or he, like, maybe made an appearance with New England against the Bills. Not yeah, so much San You're Francisco. Right. One and
2: one. I wish I could – I wish I could see the game logs easily here. Yeah, ten of yeah. I just
0: pulled up the splits, which is the only reason I know, and I don't want. Yeah, because I don't. I was like, I don't remember when
2: we played San Francisco. We had they had Mullins at quarterback or something because Jimmy G was hurt. That was a Monday night game. That was the only time. It must have been.
0: It must have been two New England games, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. Where he was coming in for uh, Brady, and either I think would have started one of them because maybe there was a game at the end of the year. We'd have. Look that up. What we... I don't want to delve too much. I, All
2: right. I'm going to say know. it was the end of the 2014 season he got, because the Bills beat the Patriots. Yeah, he, he did play against the Bills. He didn't start against them the last game of that regular season. Uh, that was the, where the Bills, the, the Patriots started Brady for a half, and then that was it and took him out. And the Bills actually beat the Pats, which was a rarity back in those days, 17-9 uh, mm-hmm. to nine to end their, their season with a winning record, a 9-7 and seven season. So a, a Decent win for the Bills, but Garoppolo played in that game, and I don't know when else he would have played the Bills.
0: There you go. Uh, I tend to think home cooking will work too. I think the I think what the Bills want to do is they're going to they're gonna game plan to get Allen on track, right? Like this is the get Allen on track game, and so they're going to do what they need to do. They're going to give him some uh, shots down the field that they're going to scheme for him. They're going to make him happy, and they're going to try and get him – back on track and I think that you know the crowd will be loud it should be intimidating for the Raiders to come across the country and and the you know the other thing that somebody pointed out the last time the Bills started the season like this was uh they dropped a game to the um the Steelers in week one yep. that was a lot like mm-hmm. this game and mm-hmm. then they ended up that was the season of 13 seconds which maybe even though it wasn't the AFC championship game what it was their closest to you know Being Super Bowl bound, truthfully, because that was a uh, that was a hell of a team after they got after they got over that nonsense. We'll uh, we'll talk about it maybe next week, maybe a little bit later. We'll have to discuss that. We're going to kind of keep track of things. We are going to go to the Washington uh, Commanders Bills game in person. So maybe we'll record some audio there like we did for when we went to Pittsburgh City and uh, and saw them play the Steelers. Um, but we'll, we'll be in touch with you listeners. Thank you so much for listening until next time. Uh, my
1: name is Frank. Scott. I'm Paul. Good night, everybody. All right.